Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy from the box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Your LA Galaxy used a red card to stomp all over San Jose on Saturday night, 3-1. With two goals from Zardes and a PK converted by Robbie Keane, the Galaxy got the job done against a rival at home. But on today's show, we're not going to focus on the offense because, honestly, it's been an obsession of every writer, fan, and podcast since the season started. No, today we're going to take a look at a player who, in just 270 minutes, has made doubters believers. Tonight, we look at LA Galaxy defender Ashley Cole. So don't go anywhere. Corner of the Galaxy from the box on cornerofthegalaxy.com starts right now. You're listening to Corner of the Galaxy from the box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Now here are your hosts, Josh Gessman and LA Galaxy insider Adam Serrano. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Corner of the Galaxy from the Box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Josh Gessman, Mr. LA Galaxy Insider, Adam Serrano with you once again. As I stated, the LA Galaxy coming off a 3-1 win over the San Jose Earthquakes, aided by a red card uh, deep in first half stoppage time. That's all good. Galaxy get three goals. They get the win. They get the W. That's all what we want to see. But tonight, we're not going to talk about the offense. We're not going to really focus even on that game. Tonight, we're going to be talking about a man who uh, divided the LA Galaxy faithful earlier in the offseason, a man who uh, who had a lot of positives, a lot of negatives, lots of stuff being tossed out. Tonight we're going to talk about LA Galaxy defender Ashley Cole, and to help us do that, welcome back to the show, soccer writer for the Daily Breeze, covers the LA Galaxy and South Bay Preps. Please welcome back Tukni Wynn. Tukni, thanks for joining me again. Thanks for having me back. Awesome. And of course we have Adam deep in the wind tunnel again, probably. That's That's how it usually works. Adam, how are you doing? Doing great. It's very windy outside. Apparently, it is as it as it usually is. Uh, so we'll start with uh, Tukni. Um, we talk about Ashley Cole. Certainly, somebody who had a lot of positives, a lot of negatives. There was so much floating around in the off season that people were pretty upset whenever the LA Galaxy said they were even interested in him. What do you think the main reason for those doubts to start with were about Ashley Cole in the off season? Well, I mean. He hadn't played for a while for his uh, team in Italy. Hadn't seen him in a while. He also said some not the best things about MLS, whether those things were taken out out of context, turned on to something else. But he did say those things. And also, he's old. He's 35. Uh, The Galaxy just went through a pretty not great half season of 35-year-old Steven Gerrard struggling to adjust to MLS. And when they looked at Ashley Cole, I think they were scared that they were going to get kind of a Steven Gerrard 2.0 mm-hmm. disappointing, disappointing uh, end 
But obviously, it started out great for him, so I'm sure the Galaxy are hoping that it will uh, continue on the on this track. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know we're we're looking at small sample sizes, and uh, as we usually do on the podcast, we overanalyze small sample sizes in order to be entertaining. And uh, I think in this particular case, it's certainly an interesting thing to look at. Adam was was most of the negativity surrounding Cole about money. Was it about what he said about Major League Soccer? Was it about how much cap or Tam? What was what did you see the biggest negativity sort of coming early in the off season? I mean, I think Tiffany kind of hit it on the head. Um, you know, there was a variety of factors. You know. Ashley Cole's previous comments uh, about MLS really uh, stuck in the claws. Some people, even though, you know, they were really kind of taken out of context, uh, as the defender said in his first press conference, uh, you know, no one knew how much money he was going to be making and they didn't want to pay for a player who hadn't played in a long time and was kind of getting up there in, in years. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there was a, a lot of, you know, opinions had a lot of information uh, floating around the, uh, the galaxy universe and it was causing a lot of uh upset uh feelings so i think that's really why you saw such a such a backlash and you saw some people uh make some hashtags uh <laughs> try to get their five seconds of social media fame out of it uh and shout out to them for for trying to do that you know just gotta live that dream uh but you know i think to me it was always a little bit overblown because i think that you know here's a player who has talent even though he wasn't able to play uh, in a long period of time so i think we've seen so far you know in the small sample size that he's done pretty well yeah i hate those people who try to take advantage of uh social media and get their five minutes of fame adam (laughs) i absolutely listed 107th on the things i want more than ashley cole hashtag it's corner of the galaxy. I, I hate those people who try to take advantage of that stuff. So uh, we'll we'll just let that one slide a little bit. Um, uh, Tukni, what was your first impression of Ashley Cole, either at his announcing press conference or after training? What did you first see, or what was the first thing you thought whenever you first got to see Ashley Cole in person? Um, hmm, I I wasn't at his announcing press conference. I was actually on vacation that week. I was in Japan, but when I believe. Maybe the first time I actually saw him in person and inter- and either watched him play or something like I believe it was at Champions League. Mm-hmm. I've gone for a long time. And I mean, he impressed me right away at, from his play both in Champions League and the season opener against DC United. With, except for that first half right. against DC United, I think he's been really good. And I think a lot of fans are pleasantly surprised. I feel like they should be pleasant, pleasantly surprised. Right. And I, I also feel like he is a little bit on a mission to prove people wrong, whether it's the fans or other people in the league or whatever who are doubting whether he could still play. I think he's on a mission to prove them, to prove that he can still play. And he shows that in training and on the, on the field during games. Yeah, Tukney, to follow up, I mean, what qualities stand out the most for you? What what positive quality do you see from him? Maybe what's the biggest negative quality you see in Ashley Cole? What are those two things? How do you balance those two when you watch him play? Um, well, I was I did, did a little research today, and if my counting is correct, which it, I hope it is because I do have a degree in mathematics, um, he completed 88% of his passes against San Jose which is a pretty good number of seconds among defenders to Daniel Starris. So he is very effective just distributing the ball and also effective in, in the offense. He can move forward 
and he can help spur the offense as well as keep things um, under control on defense. So I, that's been really impressive to me in his small sample size again. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. So that's his positive. What's his biggest negative quality? Is it his age? Is it that simple? I I would think so. We we can't really tell um, how much that will play a factor until you know in the very end of the season. Uh, he's obviously still going to be thirty five at the end of the season. I'm not sure if he's going to turn thirty six during the season. But I think Bruce has obviously taken a cautious a cautious approach. He held him out against uh, Colorado due to slight back tightness. Right. So, you know, he's obviously going to play it safe. If any small tiny thing comes up with Ashley, he's going to, he's going to hold him out. Bruce is going to hold him out to make sure that he can stay for the end of the season. Yeah, no, no, it makes sense. And he is, uh, his birthday is December 20th. So he will be 35 throughout the entire yeah. season for, for the LA galaxies, yeah. which is, which is good. Cause some people will be getting, yeah. getting a lot older, although, you know, it really just depends on when your birthday is. I don't really care. Adam, right. I'm going to go back to you. Um, what was uh, what was your first impression of Ashley Cole, either whenever you saw him at, his, uh, at the press conference or maybe you got to see him whenever he first showed up to the LA Galaxy? What was your first impression? I think my first impression was just about his, his first touch. I mean, it's so, so good. And you really see that this was a player who, you know, is one of the best left backs of his entire generation could potentially be the best European left back of his generation. Uh, you know, I think he's right up there with a guy like Roberto Carlos uh, all the time in this sort of era. And you could really see that he can just sort of bring the ball down. He can make those passes. He, you see why he has such stellar passing numbers, as me noted. Um, and I think that really kind of was my first impression of him, that he had that ability he can make these little passes. You could see he had this vision and he had this eagerness to succeed. I think he's a player who definitely knows that he's kind of seen his stock drop a considerable amount um, since his time at Roma. Uh, you know, with Chelsea, he was a big part. With Arsenal, he was a big part. Uh, he was with the English national team. And he was, you know, one of those preeminent left backs of his generation. But he really saw his stock fall during his time at Roma. And I think that he views this as his way to kind of get back to prominence, to show people that, hey, he can still do it, even at the age of, uh, of 35. And you can see that, that fire. You can see that drive, especially when you know he spoke in his first uh, press conference. You could see that this was a guy who was definitely bothered by the way that things at Roma happened. He was definitely, he didn't feel like he got a fair shake there. Mm -hmm. uh, and he wanted to prove otherwise here with the LA Galaxy. You, you think that's his main reason for coming at him to the LA Galaxy? I mean, he could have still been getting paid from Roma. And quite honestly, it probably would have been a lot more money than he's making with the LA Galaxy. Um, you know, with him now in LA, did he really want to come and just, just prove something? Was that the bottom line? I think that that's, that's the soccer reason why he came here. I mean, that's, that's, plain and simple i mean he could have gone back to england but he knew that he was kind of he already had a perception issue there i think that he took the opportunity to come to los angeles uh and find a new way to prove himself and to show people that hey you know he still got it and he's still that that player that you know was so iconic for arsenal chelsea and the english national team 
All right, so so we we've we've sort of lo- looked at him in terms of you know what he brings as far as experience and all those things. But Tukni, is he worth the amount of money the Galaxy are paying him? Three hundred thousand dollars, while not a ton of money. Whenever you first consider that you know the LA Galaxy were perhaps, or at least you know the rumors had the LA Galaxy spending you know TAM money and a lot of you know allocation yeah. money or a lot of things. He's making three hundred, but that is expensive in terms of Major League Soccer defenders. I mean, Todd Donovan, who basically is the director replacement here made you know one hundred eighty five thousand two hundred thousand uh, dollars in twenty fifteen for the LA Galaxy didn't play all that much but still that's a that's an expensive left back in Major League Soccer and here Ashley Cole's making three hundred thousand dollars so is he worth it for the amount of money the LA Galaxy are, are are paying for? I think when you consider the name of someone like Ashley Cole, it you have to consider paying not only for what he produces on the field, which is a, a big part of it, but when you find a guy like that, you also have to consider the money that he brings in and the notoriety he brings in with just his name, and you have to pay for that as well. Um, so even if he doesn't, even if he's not, you know, the best left back in the league or whatever and on the field, he still brings in a lot of um a lot of notoriety off the field. So I think he would be worth that much money. Um, honestly, that's a steal compared to some, compared to the numbers that you mentioned that he uh, would have brought in, that, or the numbers that people were saying that the Galaxy would pay for him. So right. the fact that Bruce was able to uh, maneuver that, uh, I'll never know. Yeah, yeah. I'll never know how he does that. It's it's Bruce Arena. That's that's the that's the answer to to that question. We've had that discussion before, and the answer is Bruce Arena. So, Adam, same yeah. qu- same question to you: Is Ashley Cole at three hundred thousand dollars worth it in Major League Soccer? I mean, that's a, it's a difference anywhere else. You have to say in Major League Soccer, three hundred thousand dollars is a lot to pay a left back. Uh, yeah, but I mean, as I said, this is someone who is considered the best left back of his entire generation. And I think that while 300000 is certainly a lot of money in M- MLS terms, um, you have the chance to kind of roll the dice and get a player of his magnitude, of his capabilities for that amount, not paying a DP salary. I think that's a major coup. And I think, you know, like just, you just mentioned what took me, you know, this is Bruce Arena we're talking about. And I think that's the entire argument. Bruce Arena is the kind of guy who's going to go roll the dice on a player like Ashley Cole who hasn't played in a while and right. just be – you know what he can do, and I think the three hundred thousand. I mean, quite frankly, I think that's a that's a bargain uh, for a player of his magnitude. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's interesting to say. All right, Tukney, we'll close it out with you. How will we be able to judge the success or failure of this signing? Is if Cole plays seventy five percent of the games, is that a win, or is the bar set much higher because of how much money he makes and uh, you know all of sort of the uh, the the hype that was sort of uh, brought up whenever he was brought in? So, I mean, how do we judge this one throughout the season? Oh, that one, that's a tough question. I, definitely you have to see how many games he plays. I think uh, 75 was, we was, we're three games in, he's missed one game. 75% to 80% of the games would be really good for him uh, to play in. In terms of performance on the field, I'm not sure if you can, I don't know, set a number for X number of, uh, I don't know how you would numerically judge that, but 
Um, it's harder for a defender. I mean, you know, it's like, yeah. oh, if you, you know, if you're a striker, then I, yeah, I want to see ten goals, and you know, that would make it pretty easy. Now, actually, Cole has scored goals over his playing career, but I mean, you know, he he's still a left back. I don't think you can expect. It, it's tough to sort of figure out how we're going to judge this, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind. Of, he just has the past an eye test. You know, it's March Madness time. Everyone's talking about teams that get into the tournament and pass the eye test and. I feel like Ashley Cole just needs to pass Bruce's eye test, whatever whatever his is. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch, and we'll uh, we'll continue to do that and, and and sort of pay attention. And clearly, this won't be the last time that Ashley Cole gets brought up on this particular podcast. But I wanted to switch over to something. Th- weird things happen at like midnight in the press box. All right, <laughs> ideas ideas start getting kicked around. Tukmino's what I'm what I'm alluding to. She went on Twitter today to say that she has the 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 best idea for the LA Galaxy's next like video series. Now that Gargs and uh, and Gordo are have been uh, unfortunately separated here. So uh, Tukmino. What was your idea, and who are your two stars for your uh, video segment for the LA Galaxy? The next great LA Galaxy web series will feature Nigel DeYoung and Yella Van Dam starring in a show similar to the car- to the old cartoon Pinky and the Brain. Pinky and the Brain. As yes, yeah. as Nigel DeYoung tries to take over. I, I think we should start small. We should probably just start with the league. Right. He'll take over MLS, and then he'll move for the entire world with Yellow Van Dam at his side. And, and quite honestly, this makes 100% sense to me. So here we go. Uh, just so real quick. Chief Ray, what do you want to do tonight? The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. All right. I mean, if you can't, if you can't picture that right now with Nigel DeYoung and Yellow Van Dam, then there's something wrong with you. Um, not something wrong with us here at Corner of the Galaxy. All right, so that, that, exactly. that that'll do it. We'll, we'll obviously keep an eye. LA Galaxy. You can call Tukni. She has all the information that you need in order to start this web series. So it's something we'll keep an eye on. Tukni wanted to thank you for uh, for stopping by once again. I know you're super busy. It was uh, it was good. She was unfortunate. Had to sit next to me in the press box. So um, that's what happens when you sit next to me in the press box. You get called on the podcast the very next time. So please uh, go follow Tukni on Twitter at Tukni. That's T H U C N H I twenty one at Tukni because she couldn't just have two knees. Somebody else had it. Who knows? I know. Yeah, you, you thought you had an original name. Yeah, you don't. Twitter, Twitter has proven Perfect. it once again. So, Tukni, thanks so much for, uh, for coming on, and we'll be talking to you again real soon, all right? Thanks for having me. All right. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Whenever I get back, Mr. LA Galaxy Insider Adam Serrano and I will have a quick discussion to close out this Ashley Cole talk. Maybe some insights from me. Unlikely that it's going to be something exciting and new and awesome, but we'll do it anyway. So coming up after that, and we'll talk a little bit about LA Galaxy 2 coming up this weekend as well. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Corner of the Galaxy from the box on cornerofthegalaxy.com.
ready for some more Corner of the Galaxy? Don't forget to head over to the website for all the latest podcasts, news, and more. Visit us online at cornerofthegalaxy.com. Hey, this is Chris. This is Eddie. This is Jason. And we're from Back Block of Memory, and you're listening to Corner of the Galaxy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Corner of the Galaxy from the box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Going to wrap up our actually cold discussion here with LA Galaxy insider Adam Serrano. Coming off of the LA Galaxy's 3-1 victory over the San Jose Earthquakes. Uh, always good to see. I don't know how much we figured out about the LA Galaxy so far. Um, for me, Adam, I, I feel like I, I really enjoy the defense, and Ashley Cole is a huge part of that. And we're talking about a man who's played 270 minutes, has missed two games, basically, one in the CCL, one in Major League Soccer. Uh, we're talking about an extremely small sample size, but there is something, and I think I told you this at the beginning of the year in, in the CCL game, having watched Ashley Cole play for the first time in person, um, you know, in a, in a co- competitive match, was that there's something about Ashley Cole that whenever he has the ball or when he's at the position that puts me at ease, you know, as that fan side of me would get nervous as an attacker would come down the field, having Ashley Cole in front of him, um, having Ashley Cole back there on the back line provides a certain calm over almost the entire left side of the midfield or left side of the, uh, of the offense. And uh, that's something that I don't know that you can get with any other defender in major league soccer right now. And again, small sample size, but for a guy who was, you know, panned as as being over with, as his career was done, uh, I actually said that too in the winter. Whenever I thought the LA Galaxy were going to spend Buku Dinero on him, Adam. Uh, whenever we said all those things, you know, I was still, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot. I, I feel comfortable with him there. There's something about it. Yeah, I mean, he's just a player with enormous talent and enormous class, and you can see that his experience uh, benefits him. Greatly, and I think that that's something that the Galaxy haven't had uh, in a very long time. That's something that I don't think any other MLS team has. Um, you know, plenty of other defenders are talented, uh, but none of them have the experience that Ashley Cole brings. And you can see in just the two matches uh, that he's really played, um, you know, against DC and against uh, against San Jose. You can see his ability to kind of not only bomb up and down that left side, but also, you know, make very good defensive plays like he did at the in the second half against United. So, I mean, he's really got it all. And, I mean, I think that, you know, without being a little bit of a hyperbole here, I think that he has the ability to be a best 11 type of caliber defender. Yeah, and, and, you know, the big question clearly is his age, and I know I asked that question, and, you know, it's one of those things everybody goes, well, duh, of course, that's the, that's the biggest issue, is how is being 35 years old going to affect Ashley Cole, you know, going down for the rest of the season? And, and and that really is the biggest question. Honestly, he could get injured in the next game, and, you know, that could really put a damper on the LA Galaxy's defense. I feel like the defense is the one thing. The defense and Nigel, Nigel DeYoung are the one th- are, are the things that have been figured out for this LA Galaxy so far in 2016 and granted three games in. Um, you know, I feel like those are the solid things. And one of those reasons is Ashley Cole when he's not there, you know, imagine Ashley Cole in the second leg of the CCL, you know, unfortunately he had to go to, uh, I think he had to go to Rome for the birth of his son. Or, or the birth of his daughter? Did I, yeah, me- did I mess that the, up? The birth of his son. Birth yeah. of his son, right? He had to go there. Imagine Ashley Cole in that CCL game down in Torreon. Is it a different result for the LA Galaxy? I don't know. But I tell you right now that I feel a lot better with Ashley Cole on the field than anybody else 
in that game, and I think that if anybody could have swayed the outcome of that game, maybe not made it four to one or you know you know four to nothing. Uh, maybe if you, that could have happened, that I think it's Ashley Cole who could have been a difference maker in that game. Um, so it's just it's just interesting to sort of see, you know, already the the patterns that are developing and how Ashley Cole has been playing. And quite honestly, if you are still hating on Ashley Cole, if you still say that he's not worth the money, um, which at three hundred thousand dollars, Adam, and all the experience he brings, I think I agree with you. He's a steal at that $300,000 range. You don't have anybody else in MLS who even comes close to that experience and, and, and what they're able to do. So that makes sense. But if you're still doing it, the problem is probably with you and not with Ashley Cole because he's so far shown that he's dedicated to the team, that he knows how to play, and that uh, he can be a difference maker on this team. I don't know, especially going forward. We didn't talk enough about his offensive side, Adam. Um, I know you brought it up, but him going forward adds a whole nother dimension, and you can see his confidence there as well. Yeah, it really does, and I think I agree with you. Uh, I I told you many times that I really thought that that Santos series is going to be won uh, by the Galaxy's uh, fullbacks, um, and not having Ashley Cole in that second leg against Santos Laguna, you know, really hurt them in their ability to kind of create and go forward. Um, but I think that what you've seen from Ashley Cole so far, um, you know, he's only had I think he had that one that one second half, that one first half rather against DC United. Uh, was certainly not up to standard, but I think everything else you've seen from him has just kind of been, would make a Galaxy fan, you know, very excited about the prospect of him playing on this team for a substantial period of time this season. So I think that he's got the ability, uh, both, both defensively and offensively to kind of push this team over the edge. And I think that when you have a strong, uh, left fullback, like you saw with all those years with Todd Donovan, I think that it really gives you an added edge and that edge in the attack and in defense. So I think that he's going to be very integral to this team going forward. Yeah, it's interesting. Obviously, we'll keep an eye on it, and we will, I'm sure, have another discussion on Ashley Cole before the season is over with because I think it will be warranted as we continue down this uh, this road. Uh, the LA Galaxy, Adam, have this week off. It's a FIFA break. Most MLS teams, except for six, I believe, uh, have this weekend off and no games are being played. Uh, Giassi's artists Robbie Keane and AJ Delagarza all called up to their respective national teams. So there's no soccer, per se, for the senior team. But there's definitely soccer to be played for LA Galaxy 2 as they get ready to do have their season opener. Uh, they host Arizona United SC on Saturday, March 26th at 7.30 p.m. Uh, make sure that you can get there. It's being played, I think, in the main stadium, Adam, so uh, everybody there uh, can go straight to the main stadium. But a, a chance to see some of the Los Dos kids, some of this uh, new-look LA Galaxy 2, as it almost always is every year, in their third year of existence under head coach Kurt Anolfo. Uh, some, some good soccer to be played this weekend yeah you know i think it's a it's a big draw i think for all galaxy fans i think that if you are very interested in to see where this team is going uh in the future you know it's definitely a game that you have to get out to uh they're playing against arizona united aka the fighting diplos uh <laughs> named for their famous uh dj part owner very nice, uh, so, very nice. so i mean it's, it's a very interesting matchup uh and i think this year with galaxy too this is it's a team that I think is going to be very, very good. You know, they went to the USL final last year and they were, you know, seconds away from winning it um, before, you know, everything kind of fell apart uh, at the end of the match uh, down in Rochester, up in Rochester. But I think that there's some very exciting pieces this year. There's a lot of talented young players, uh, you know, Jaime Villarreal, Adonis Amaya, uh, Bradford James in the fourth, Oscar Sorto, those, you know, Galaxy, Galaxy 2 slash players. Um, 
One person, though, I think to watch, though, is Jack McBean. You know, he's 21 years old now. Uh, he scored nine goals during the preseason for Galaxy 2. Uh, he's really kind of making that jump and making that move. And I think that, you know, he's someone the Galaxy signed at, you know, the age of 16 uh, and had, you know, high hopes for. And I think that he's actually start, he's starting to put everything together. You know, he's had some injuries. Um, it kind of marred his career a little bit, but he's starting to put things together. And I think he's someone you will want, definitely want to watch this entire season. I think that he's going to have a huge year for those stuff. Yeah. And you know, that was going to be my highlight to point out as well. Jack Levine having a huge preseason heard a bunch about it. Um, so I'm going to be there on Saturday night. I know you're going to probably be there as well, Adam. It'll be fun to see. Everybody can go out there. You can get your tickets now. Um, go to lagalaxy.com forward slash note two. The number two. That's it, literally. I love how they, they did that. LAGalaxy.com forward slash two. You can get all the information, the schedule, tickets, everything else there. I think they're giving away free cinch bags, Adam. That's what I heard. First 2,000 people in get, get free cinch bags. Yeah. Yep. First 2,000 people get a cinch bag. It's not the first person gets 2,000 cinch bags. First 2,000 people get a Galaxy-branded cinch bag. Uh, you know, it's going to be a huge game uh, for this team. Uh, look ahead. um and stay tuned. There's going to be some announcements about this game uh, regarding tailgating, which is always fun. So I think that it'll definitely be a match to watch. Uh, so, you know, get out to the public center um, and watch the future stars of the LA Galaxy. Yeah, and LA Galaxy 2 will be in action again on Wednesday, March 30th, hosting St. Louis FC as well. So uh, two quick games that you could put in between the next senior team match, which is a Vancouver away game on April 2nd. So uh, a little bit of break here that can be filled with some USL action in LA Galaxy 2, if you please. All right, Adam, anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here? Just make sure you guys all get out to support Los Dos. And Josh and I will see you there. Yep, there we go. That, that does it for me. All right, if you're looking for LA Galaxy Insider, Adam Serrano, it's at LA Galaxy Insider on Twitter. LAGalaxy.com forward slash insider on the website for all of Adam's articles covering the LA Galaxy 365, 24-7. You can follow all of his stuff right there. LA Galaxy Insider, Adam Serrano. Always great having him on the show here with me. I want to thank Tukni as well for stopping by the show and giving us her pinky in the brain impression there. That's always a uh, Always good stuff. And Nigel DeYoung definitely could be a super villain in any one of the James Bond movies. And I plan on asking him that uh, if we ever get him on the show. Another live show coming up on Thursday night, 7 p.m. Jared Dubois and myself will be taking your calls and doing all that fun stuff. So please come on and hang out with us. Cornerofthegalaxy.com forward slash live for all of that information. And you can follow along in the chat room and listen live. All right, that does it for us tonight on Corner of the Galaxy from the Box 4. LA Galaxy insider Adam Serrano for Took Me Win. I'm Josh Gessman. You've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy from the Box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy from the Box podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Corner of the Galaxy and its related podcasts are part of Backheel.com. Backheel.com is a collection of soccer podcasts and multimedia offerings covering soccer around the world. You can follow them at Backheel.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. 
We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.